a little while ago. Hey, hey, go yourself. Get that guy out of here. Piece of shit. <laughs> apologize to the fans, Mox. Yes, John Moxley. Apologize to all the fans. Especially that fan. That fan that probably paid a lot of money to see this show and possibly feel entitled because he believes he deserves to be there to criticize wrestlers, no matter who they are and no matter what they went through. Apologize. Just because he has a loud voice. That echo throughout the arena. Not only that, not only him. Apologize to all the fans. Yeah, that was sarcasm, by the way. Y'all know what time it is. Welcome everyone to another special All Things Wrestling Podcast. I'm finally here. Really, after going through the struggles of WWE and saying goodbye to the black and gold brand that was NXT, who's going through its own problems with the 2.0 right now, of course. You always go through problems when 2.0 happens. Anything 2.0 for that matter. I'm finally making my way to what everyone has been talking about outside of WWE. All Elite Wrestling and its wrestlers. Oh my gosh. I can finally call them wrestlers. It's finally okay to call them wrestlers. I hate it. Superstars. What were superstars? Wrestlers. Okay, really, it's more of a few topics on all the when in reality I really want to cover the Royal Rumble. Because it's Royal Rumble week. So I went ahead and asked, what was your favorite Royal Rumble moment on Twitter? And for those that are already trying to figure it out, it's all underscore sings underscore pod. Look us up, follow us there, or check out the Facebook group page. Link in bio. Okay, so not only is there a Royal Rumble predictions that I wanted to get through today and I have a very special guest later on to talk about the lineup for the women's wrestlers as well the women's Royal Rumble but there are all sorts of news that went on the tail end of last week that I didn't get to cover so let's start this off shall we okay so weeks ago there were rumors that WWE filed a trademark for the name Gunther Stark without doing a Google search of their own, if the name was even taken. I mean, I didn't even do a Google search at the time either, but yet, even I knew that name sounded a bit suspicious. And when I did look it up, it's like, oh shit, you know, this, this, no, this can't be happening. So we all know when WWE files a trademark for a name, something is happening, and someone's getting a name change. Case in point, Piper Niven to Dewdrop. Keith Lee to Bearcat or whatever the hell that was. Uh, they like cat so much. So we all just assumed it would be Walter because we've been seeing a lot of him lately. 
and add the fact that he left NXT UK confirmed he wanted to wrestle in the States. So, NXT home headquarters, I guess, what's your mainstay. So, he wanted to stay in 2.0. So, every pain, every major fan, every fan put two and two together and knew the name Gunther Stark was going straight to that monster. However, with the power of Google and because the internet wrestling community or the IWC never lets shit go, they all looked up the name Gunther Stark and the result came out that this man known as Gunther Stark was a Nazi U-boat commander. Oh no. So obviously the internet broke and it basically became a news media storm. It was everywhere. You could not look up. You could not be on Google without just like looking it up. So this caused the WWE to drop the trademark and last Tuesday after Walter defeated Roderick Strong, he grabbed the mic and basically yelled this. Gentlemen, the winner winner of this match is I mean, can you imagine Walter coming out to his entrance music, the Vorschach's Symphony 9 E minor, with the other members of Emporium? They do the hands behind their back poses. Walter already looks like a ring general when he comes out with his robe, and then you can see his name pop up on the screen. Gunther Stork. They do their walk to the ring and do that pose again, and it boards on that ridiculous Nazi salute. I mean, the man's Australian, and you're giving him his name. He deserves better. He deserves so much better. The same way, you know, Piper Niven. Okay, so the good thing is that the last name was dropped. WWE decided, hey, we're going to go a different route. We heard what you guys said. We made our own. Who does that, though? Who doesn't? Oh, who doesn't do a search? It's not that hard. You're giving this man a new identity, but you're not. You're uh, so aggravating. So the good thing is that the name was dropped. The bad news is that Walter has now been too dropped. See what I did there? And of course, it all gotta be that one person saying that his name change won't hurt him in any way and that's Booker T the last guy you want to take advice from he went and changed his name to GI bro and WWE once come on bro so he also said that if you look at Braun Breaker now nobody's talking bad about his last name or else should be Steiner or you know Steiner this and Steiner that they're saying how amazing he is or how awesome he is and such a big man. No book, we still are. As long as the commentators make mention of that stupid dog faced gremlin or stupid Frankensteiner, we're just gonna continue to roast on his name. Just as long as you don't put him in a triple threat match, he should be good. We don't need to go through all that Steiner math again. So not only did all the fans have a field day with it, we have a former wrestler, former WWF Hall of Famer, Ted DiBiase's bodyguard. Remember him? Virgil went on Twitter and shared a picture he took with Walter and told him he needs to grow a pair. Oh boy. 
Uh, here's what he had to say, and I quote, Walter, you need to grow up here. Seriously, you should be embarrassed. Even I, who was humiliated as a slave, I should have fought harder. But this is today. You should know better, man. I wish I'd charged you more for this pick when you begged me for it in the first place. End quote. I mean... <laughs> he should have charged him more, but same time, then he wouldn't have bought it because nobody buys virtual picks ever. That line at comic book conventions is so bad. Sure. And it's also sad that even the guy who had the shittiest gimmick ever, ever, yeah, he he takes the cake on the shittiest gimmicks of all time, says that you need to stand up. Come on, dude. Come on. And I get that Walter wants to keep his name, even if he leaves WWE, because that's what they do. They'll own your name. They'll own your right. They'll own your likeness. So does Walter decide to change it? But speak up if it's a bad idea. You know, don't. No, don't. He deserves better. I'm still going to call him Walter the same way. I'm still calling to drop Piper Nevin. It's never going to change. Aside from being mentioned on last week's Smackdown by Seth Rollins to Roman Reigns about their other brother in the Shield, John Moxley made a comeback on Wednesday on last week's episode of AEW Dynamite. That wasn't a bad thing. I'm about to play the audio of this promo. It's five minutes long. It's really, it's, it's like, it's not bad. Really not bad. It's just him coming out and basically saying that I'm here, man. I'm not going anywhere. So, here goes. Get that guy out of here. Piece of shit. <laughs> well, he ain't changed much. It was a little while ago, I fell asleep on a plane. We landed, I don't even know what city it was in. And when we hit the ground, I woke up out of a dream. It was a bad dream. And uh, I don't remember everything about it, but I remember I was... On the side of the road, I was on my hands and knees in the dirt. My face is bruised and cut up, and there's a black cloud hanging over me. A demon. The kind of demon that follows you around your whole life. The kind of demon that follows you around for years. These demons come in all shapes and sizes for everybody. And this cloud, he's laughing at me. He says, you, everything that you are, everything you become, everything you have in your life that's good. None of that was supposed to happen. None of that belongs to you. Where do you get off thinking you were going to make out with all that in the cloud, this demon? He asked me, he says, do you really think you were going to make it out? The nerve of you, did you really think you were going to make it out? And I woke up before I had a chance to answer him. 
Nobody gets through life unscathed. We all carry scars. I have more scars on my body this person, but those aren't important. The important ones are the scars we carry on the inside that are harder to see. And sometimes we try and cover up these scars. Sometimes we try to pretend these scars aren't there. But those are the scars that we should be proud of. Those are the scars that tell our story. Those are the scars that give us strength. Those are the scars that make us the people we are. Well, nobody's perfect, all right? If everybody was perfect, the world would be a very boring place. So nobody, nobody, no matter who you are, should be afraid to stand up in front of the whole world and bear it all. Everything that makes you the person that you are, scars it all and say, hey, this is me. So, that being said, I'm sure there are plenty of people somewhere around the world. I'm sure there are plenty of people who want to write me off. I'm sure there are plenty of people who doubt me. And you know what, it won't be the first time, it won't be the last time. But if you want to write me off now, if you want to doubt me, you go ahead and say whatever you want to say. You go ahead and think whatever you want to think. I'll tell you the same thing I would have told that black demon, that cloud hanging over me in my dream. You can take all that shit and shove it right up your ass. I don't run from demons. I just beat the shit out of them. And for everybody in this building and for everybody all around the world that's had my back, that supported me through thick and thin, thank you. And buckle up and get ready, because we're going on a ride, baby. In the year of 2022, I am going on a pilgrimage of the world of professional wrestling by the balls and do whatever the hell I want, because now, more than ever, more than anybody in this business, I am truly free. I'll tell you this, I've been to hell. I wouldn't recommend it, but it is very, very liberating. There is no hell that can be put upon me in this ring that I haven't been through and worse. So if there's anybody in AEW, anybody all around the world that thinks they can put me through more hell than I've already been through, know this. I'm thirsty. You thought I was dangerous before. Shit. These days, all I drink is blood! Wow. Tremendous honesty. How defender marks. And how great is it to have that man, John Lee, back here in all elite wrestling. What if he'd wanted to enter in the Royal Rumble? Surprise entrance at that. I mean, you already have the woman making surprise appearances from Michelle McCool to Lita to the Bella Twins to Impact Knockouts champion Mickey James, who's being billed as the Impact Knockouts champion. But what if we get for one night only the man that is grabbing wrestling by the balls in a spot in the Royal Rumble? That's it, just a spot. 
And then he goes back to the locker room and later on interferes in the Rollins versus Reigns match. Because what a way to start the year by fighting alongside his old brothers. Okay, I'm stretching over here. So for those that don't know, he checked himself into rehab for alcohol abuse a couple months ago. EW President Tony Khan announced it on behalf of a Mox, and even CM Punk spoke about it on his promo back in November. He's been gone for at least two months, and we all get why. He needs to work on his mental health and work on himself. We relate to that. One person that didn't relate to any of that just decided to be a pick-me about it. You know, pick-me. My opinion matters. I'm valid. Uh, whatever. And that was Bubba Ray Dudley. Formerly of the Dudley Boys or Team 3D. Or as he now goes by, Bully Ray. I would have liked to have heard just a little bit of accountability from John. I understand the whole things thing. And we, we always we always use the word demons as a creative word to get around the real issues, whether it's an alcohol issue, whether it's a drug issue. In Tommy's case, it's an eating issue. Everybody has some kind of demon that they have to get around. So, okay, we have our demons. These demons got the best of John for a time for a time period where he had to step away from AEW. I would have liked to have heard him say a bit of an apology to the AEW fans. You don't have to apologize to the boys, even though the boys do count guys and gals could have the same problems that you did. And trust me, I came up in an era where a slew of men and women had their demons. The fans expect a little bit more from you. Like, what about the fans that bought tickets to see AEW and John Moxley while John was away taking care of his problems? And I'm very happy that he left and took care of his problem. And he and he looked incredibly healthy last night. He, he looked, looked great last night. And I really loved good. everything that he said. I just would have loved to have heard a little bit of accountability. And I, I don't know if I'm sorry is necessarily the right word, but maybe endear yourself a little bit to, to the crowd if you felt you let them down. And, and, and think about this, Dave. This is coming from me, the hard ass of all hard asses. I'm the one. Uh, personally, if it was me, same situation. And I'm no better than John Moxley, and John Moxley ain't no better than me. The first thing I would have said is, guys, I'm sorry if I let you down. But, and then I would have went into what he had to say. I think that would have been the proper thing to do. I think that a, a fan base that is as loyal, keyword loyal, as those AEW fans deserve a little bit better. I don't think John shortchanged them. I think John gave them what they wanted. I just think it was time for the hard-ass John Moxley to to take his heart and expose it to those fans just a little bit and say, guys, uh, whatever it is, Dave, put it in John Moxley's words. I screwed up. I'm sorry if I let you down, yada, yada. Uh, I'm going to do my best that it doesn't happen again. 
he said it himself. He's from the Attitude Era. He's from an era where this shit wouldn't fly back then. But at the same time, we lost some good wrestlers because they didn't receive the type of help that Mox got. We're living in different times. Like, we don't want the same thing that happened to Brian Pillman in China or Chris Benoit to name a few to happen to anybody else. There are stories of Ric Flair having 15 drinks a day and he almost died. Mox needed help and it got, he got it and we appreciate him for that. We fucking appreciate him being alive. He doesn't need to apologize. He doesn't need to endear himself. He just needs to tell us. Hey, I'm good. I'm going to survive. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm, we're good with that. As long as he does that, we're good. We don't need him to beg, to freaking do all kinds of stuff, to do what Jeff Hardy did. And, you know, we all know what Jeff Hardy did. And then go in the back and tell the boys, hey, man, I'm sorry for messing up that main event against Sting at the pay-per-view. Will you forgive me? Will you fans forgive me? No. He got the help. Done. That's it. Maybe he's thinking about that because he was there. Bully Ray was there. He saw Jeff, what Jeff went through, and he freaking did it. He just like, don't worry about it, man. We got you. Same thing with um, Mox. He left. Nobody's mad at him. We just want him to be good, right? So he doesn't need to apologize. He doesn't need to endear himself to the fans. The fans already love him. The fans wanted to see him back. Those people that bought tickets to see him and they didn't get to see him, they understand. They get it. Like, they're his fans for a reason. The AEW fans are loyal for a reason, for this reason alone. Um, they get help, not from the other company who, you know, asked for some time off to work on her mental health, Nia Jax, and she got fired. Wrong reasons. It's okay to throw real punches and almost injure your opponents, but don't go asking for some time off. Here, you know, you, it's like a new girlfriend for Mox. The old girlfriend wouldn't allow it. The new girlfriend's all like, yeah, man, take some time off. Like, we, we're going to support you. But, you know, he doesn't need to apologize, basically. That's what I'm trying to say. So maybe Bully Ray wants that accountability. You know, he wants Mox to apologize to Bully Ray. But, you know, it doesn't need to happen. As long as he checked himself in and know. We know that he's doing better. He's back. That's all we want. You don't have to live that rock star life. You're a wrestler. Live your life as a wrestler. Live your life as a fullest. In good health. I saved the last bit of news for last. And it's the Royal Rumble match itself. And because I saved it for the guest that I'm about to bring out. Join me to discuss the female side of the Royal Rumble with my special guest. They say behind a great man stands a great woman. In this case, right beside me stands my better half, the mother of my daughter, the queen of the castle, and the love of my life, my queen. She is Foxy Roxy.
Hello. How are you doing, my love? I'm tired. I work. But I'm here. I'm alive. Another day. Good. Another Good. dollar. Yes. It's Royal Rumble weekend. And basically, it's how we met. Talking about wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> See, now she's remember. Now she's starting to remember all everything. So, we're going to talk about the Royal Rumble. Um, not just the entire Royal Rumble, but more specifically the Women's Royal Rumble. So, why not get a woman's perspective on who's in this Royal Rumble and the 19th women announced so far since the start of January because it's this weekend and they've only announced 19 women. How many are there supposed to be? 30. They've only gotten 19? They've only announced 19. It's probably the only 19 that said yes. Well, they've been getting rid of half the roster half the roster the entire year last year they got rid of 81 people this year they got rid of a lot of people Vince and McMahon is probably damning Moolah for passing away oh my god and I mean he even invited people back why invite people why get rid of people in the first place if you're going to invite people back because it's cheaper. The 19th woman so far. Rhea Ripley. She's good. Nikki Ash. Uh, she's alright. Your favorite. Don't even. Twins. No. <laughs> I, I refuse to talk about the skanks of the, the, the roster. She's a Bella hater, guys. No, I hate, I hate the Bellas. I she, mean, okay, that's a harsh word. I won't say hate. I dislike what they stand for. All they do is shake their ass when they get out on the platform. Their promos lack everything in I mean they have they have no promo skills and the only thing that men like okay, let me rephrase it. The only thing that some of the fans like is what they look like and how they dress. And I don't like them. I don't like I don't think they gave any validity to the female roster they in, in my opinion they set it back a little bit valid valid Shotzi Blackheart don't know her she's from NXT went straight to Smackdown she's uh, she's out there with a tank Natalia I love her Michelle McCool she's alright she's old who's coming back yeah she's a return but it, it's just what do they call that when they she's a filler she's a filler well how dare you call that to Undertaker's wife <laughs> she's a filler the 24-7 champion Dana Brooke she's alright Carmella she's a little bit on the Bella side I don't dislike her but She's not. She, she's not Rhea McCool. Rhea McCool. She's not Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley or Michelle McCool. Or Michelle McCool. She's like she. She falls closer to the Bellas, but she's she's got potential. All right, moving on. The Queen of the Ring. Oh wait, I really do think the only reason she's there is because of her boyfriend. Ooh, Corey Graves. Yeah. 
the queen of the ring, Queen Zelina. She's alright. Uh, Tamina. I like her. Kelly, she... Kelly. <laughs> See, I like Kelly, Kelly, but she's also like filler. So we're calling the divas the filler, filler. Yeah, divas are fillers. They're they're there for the looks. Kelly, Kelly's a filler, filler. <laughs> um, Summer Rae who got a mixed reaction when her name was around. Summer Rae is not a diva. She's not a wrestler. She's like valet potential. I mean, she did come from the lingerie football league. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, I guess that might give her some shit because she's able to, like, play football. She might have the muscularity behind, you know, the the agility behind it all, but she never, well, I'm not going to say she never did. WWE never pushed her in the direction she probably needed to be pushed, but I don't, I don't, she's not, she's not in my wrestling, like, she's not she's my not, woman's wrestling. Yeah, she's not in that roster. Type, top 10 at least, she's not out there. Um, I did see her uh, try to train Eva Marie. Try to train because even Summer Rae like had enough of it. Like, no, I can't do this. I'm done. Eva Marie is trash. Always. Naomi. I like her. Shayna Baszler. I like her. I mean, not because I I just like her whole thing. You know, she's she don't give a fuck. She don't care what no one thinks. She's going to do her thing. She's going to do it right. I, I, she's, she reminds me of China. Ooh, China. Uh, we also got straight up from the forbidden door. Excuse me, forbidden door. Um, Impact Knockouts champion, Mickey James. And they even announced it as that TNA from Impact Wrestling. Uh, you mean they're accepting them now? I guess so. And they're allowing them to. Well, I guess right. Yeah. Um. I mean, it's still, still, to, from what she said last year, like. Um. Her they, getting what she said sent, about sent home in garbage bag. Yes. She got sent home. She her stuff. They sent it her home with in a garbage bag, a black garbage bag. And eventually she posted it on Twitter. Twitter reacted. Twitter went off. Like, hey, Triple H, Stephanie McMahon, how can you allow this? Other people like Gail Kim and um, other female wrestlers that uh, happened the same thing spoke up. They said, like, yeah, I got this sent to this too. I'm like, Gail Kim, though? What do you want, a box? But it was not in a garbage bag. But at least... Was you know, it literally in it. a... I mean, we don't was, know. They said it was literally Did in a garbage bag. Did she take pictures? Because there's no pictures or video, there's, it, it didn't happen. Mickey James posted a picture of the garbage bag. I um, don't follow her and I don't really care Twitter. for her. She's alright. She's alright, but she she's not somebody I'm going to follow. So, um, Triple H and Stephanie McMahon did some chaos intervention had to get rid of somebody so they got rid of Mark Carano who was a uh, 
talent relations. So it fell upon Mark Carano, who you all have seen on what Total Divas or Total Bellas? No, I just think it's Total Divas. I don't watch Total Bellas. But there's that. Um, number 18 so far, and I know that you're gonna love this one, Alita. I love her. She's awesome. And number 19 so far, um, the SmackDown Women's Champion, Charlotte. She went on record saying she doesn't want to fight anybody at the Royal Rumble. She wants to be in the Rumble. And then once she wins the Rumble, she's going to handpick her opponent to go to WrestleMania and fight. And I then, saw where Lita, Lita busted her shit. <laughs> a week ago. Um, Lita's been getting a lot of camera time lately. And because of that, Charlotte got in there like, No, why are you in my in my ring? This, you're the past, I'm the present, I'm the future. You don't need to be here anymore. They didn't ask Trish yet? I haven't seen anything about Trish yet. Oh, yeah. Um, there's one more. I forgot to name her, but you probably don't even know her. She's from NXT also. Uh, Aaliyah. Exactly. <laughs> I don't follow NXT like, I, like before. Um, Charlotte, I really like her. She plays the evil villain very well. Right. Uh, what about Sasha? Sasha Banks? She's still injured. Oh, okay. Like, all these people are injured. Um, Mib. But the man, Becky Lynch, who's going by something else now. Um, the mom? No, Hollywood. She went Hollywood rock route. Uh, but... I read somewhere that <laughs> that she's now making weird faces. She is. And that's what I said last time, two weeks ago on the podcast, that and I thought it was weird at first. I was like, is this Mew? I, I haven't we haven't seen her. I haven't seen her wrestle in such a long time. But when she was wrestling little baby uh, Morgan Liv like she's making all these weird uh, faces like she's anxious to get this match done and like oh my gosh she's get she is selling it too much against Liv Morgan come on I like Liv um yeah no I I don't know why they fucked with something that wasn't broken the man persona I thought was new it was fresh and it was new. I mean, I know she's had it for a minute, but why fix what wasn't broken? I really like that persona on her. She 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 rode that wave well. Yeah, I really liked she it. She did. And she's been walking out the ring with um, a new coat that says goat on the back. Greatest of all time. Yes, the goat. Okay, I did hear about that one too. I don't know. I don't know. Those that list of females is really dank. Nobody on there really stands out. I mean, of course, for me because I'm a big Lita fan, I loved that era of women wrestlers. 
she she is really on top and that's just me i i know a lot of people will disagree because oh she's old yeah she's old but you know what her and trish and china uh kind of like took the franchise from just i forgot what they used to call them like the women's division or whatever and then they changed it to divas which was in my opinion insulting and then they brought it back and to the women's division and that you know that was like charlotte and sasha and i mean they bailey yeah because you had you had lita you had sunny and what was that big girl's name The she was huge, like muscle huge. Who? Ursula? Yeah. When? What year? She has a U name. I know somebody in the podcast is gonna realize who she or remember who she is. What year was this? No, that was like in the Hulky Hulk Hogan. But like in the in the beginning you had the valets. But them bitches were like cats. Like, rawr. Surely. Well, not even... No, not even... I'm going farther than that. I'm oh going to, like... Gosh. Sunshine and... Oh, wow. Missy Hyatt and... Them. Precious. Baby doll. Baby doll. <gasps> Baby doll. She was my favorite. Um, I'm talking about them. Like, they... They were valets. They weren't women wrestlers. They weren't like moolah in them. But man, you put them bitches in the ring and they be fighting like cats. And they they did damage. I, and, I, and they were vital to the storyline. But then, you know, then you, you pull up the moolahs, the sunnies, um... Those wrestlers from that time, well, when they were bigger, like in the begin, not the beginning of the WWE or F, but right after the valleys were like kind of going away, because then you had Sherry, Martel, um, Luna. Elizabeth, Luna. And man, they were they were crazy. Not Elizabeth, but the mother ones. They were crazy. They were scary looking. And then, and then Lita, and China, and Trisha, Trisha, Trish, and who? Jazz. Jazz, and oh, Jazz was like a powerhouse. I liked her. Jackie. Jackie. And then you started dwindling to that whole diva, the diva contest. It was Kitty. Cat? Kitty? It was Kitty. She was the one that was dating Larry, um... Jerry Lawler? Jerry Lawler. Hey. <laughs> for a minute. Yeah. But I don't know, like that whole list for the Royal Rumble, it seems a little weak. Um, you've got some, you got some major women in there, but I don't know. I can't even... I can't even make an opinion on who I think would win. If Charlotte wins, it's a storyline. It's rigged. 
<laughs> I mean, they're well, all rigged. Becky, Becky is fighting um, Piper Niven for the SmackDown. SmackDown? Raw Women's Championship. Piper Niven, who you know as... I mean, I don't want to say her name. Dewdrop. I don't like that name. I don't know why they fucking named her that. Yeah. That's fucking ridiculous. But, you know, we refer WWE to WWE really Nevin. needs to start respecting the women's division. Or, or their women's division. And giving it the type of recognition it deserves. But, I like that chick. I like Piper. She deserves a nice push. Um, Especially how she came in. But they also need to change her her fucking gimmick because she deserves better than what they're trying to do for her. Yeah, they do. And there you have it. Women's World Rumble analysis courtesy of my wife, who is a big wrestling fan as well. I definitely have to get her back on here for another chat. We were out of time, but the next time we do have time, we'll go in depth with more wrestling-related content from the 80s. And that's all for me as well. Hopefully you'll join us later this week and discuss more Royal Rumble talk as it gets ready to go off this Saturday. Enjoy and see you next time. Time to play the game. Time to play the game. <laughs>